welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's, this day's episode, whenever you're listening to this. Welcome. It is great to have you as always. And thank you. I say this a lot, but I, I'm sincere in you should thank yourself for watching a video like this. There is so much content on the internet about everything, about anything you'd want. And most of it is a complete waste of time, <laughs> right? And I say that because I know I, I, I waste too much time on junk on the internet. And so I am always trying to improve myself, get better, to learn. And kudos to you for watching this video. This is not necessarily a cat video that's entertaining implicitly, right? This is about your federal benefits. So it takes some gusto. It takes some planning. It takes something to watch this. So thank you for investing in yourself and by, by educating yourself about your benefits. So let's jump right in. This week's episode is on the six most valuable benefits that you have as a federal employee. And I'm sure you've heard of these, but I hope that you might hear one or two like, hey, do I understand that one perfectly? Am I getting the most out of it? That is, that is my goal here, where I'm sure you've heard of most of them. I'm sure you've actually heard of all of them. But I, as I go through them and mention the key points on each one of them, hopefully you could say, hey, am I doing what I need to on this? Do I need to get this? Do I need to think about this? Right? That is what these videos are about. I won't always blow your mind with new information that you've never heard before, but my hope is that I'll remind you about something or I'll trigger something. I'll, I'll give you little bits and pieces of things that you will need to be as prepared as you can. So let's jump right in. Okay, I know this one you've never heard of, but your TSP, right? I've never talked about that. Your TSP. It is an extremely valuable benefit. And let me tell you why. It's different. It's a different benefit than your other benefits because you have control over it. Your pension, your social security. Yes, you could work longer and your pension will be more. You could wait for social security and it'll be more. But when it comes down to it, your TSP, you have so much control. Now, can you control what the stock market does and what, you know, how those investments do? No, but you control what you invest in. Can you control at the end of the day, how fast things grow? Not perfectly, but you can control how much you contribute and which side you put in the Roth TSP or the traditional TSP. You have so much control putting money in, taking money out in retirement. It is your decision. And so that's what makes it so powerful. That's what makes it such a great part of your retirement benefits because it's your decision and you can control that. You can really adapt it for your situation, for your life, to make it the most valuable as possible for you. So it, it can be extremely valuable as long as you're doing all the little details to get the most out of it. So that's number one, your TSP, right? Mind blower. Okay, next is your pension. So. I'm sure you have all heard about your pension. It's basically the retirement check that you're going to get into retirement, right? That, that's what it is. When you retire, ideally, as long as you meet all the retirement eligibility rules, all that good stuff, 
you'll be eligible to get a check every month. And that's a huge, huge benefit that honestly, very few employers are giving these days, very, very few, so count yourself lucky. But you're gonna wanna think about how to get the most out of that benefit. And there's two different sides of it. First, your high three, or basically you know, your, your salary, your high three salary um, will determine your pension as well as how many years you have spent in the government. And I'm a huge proponent of life planning and not just getting the most out of your benefits, right? If you work till age 80, you might get a huge pension, but you have to work till age 80. So you have to balance your life and your work and what, what's important to you. Some people love their job. They love what they're doing. They can't imagine stop working. They can't imagine that. And so they just continue working and they, they love it. Some people want to retire as soon as possible, as soon as their finances allow. So where are you at on that spectrum? And then plan accordingly for your pension. Do some rough math. I know maybe if you're not close to retirement, do some rough math of what that might be to see, okay, this is how much I can expect for my pension, right? Just doing a little math can really just open your eyes of, oh, that's what the number is actually gonna look like. And then once you get that number, make sure you take out things like your FEHB premium. There's a lot of reductions that happen to your pension before you actually see, see it at the end of the month, right? You may do the math like, hey, I'm gonna get $3,000 a month from my pension, that's amazing. And that is amazing, but make sure you take all the few things out I've got tons of articles and stuff on that as well. So make sure you check out the reductions you might have to your pension, but just think about it. What is your pension gonna be in retirement and make sure that if it's not enough, okay, what do you need to do to make it enough with your other benefits like social security and all that good stuff. Okay, next one. So, like I mentioned, social security is the third element the third element of your retirement income, of course, in retirement. Your TSP is one, your pension is another, and Social Security is number three. And it's a big deal. It is a big, big deal. And I talk with people all the time, and people have widely different opinions on when they should start it. <laughs> Some people I talk to say, you know, if you don't start it right at 62, you're just dumb. And some people I talk to say, no, I wanna take it till at age 70. There's no way I wanna take it early. I wanna get the most out of it, right? Ah. And <laughs> in my opinion, you could think whatever you want. In my opinion, there's no such thing as a perfect answer. I have talked with some people where I, where I advise them, say, hey, I think in your situation, it makes sense to take social security early at 62, right when, you, right when it's possible. But for others, I say, hey, you know, for your situation, I think it would be a bad decision to take it early. I think you should take it as, as far away as possible, age 70 if possible, if you could make it that long, right? So it really, really depends. And, and it depends on a few things. First, do you have the resources to fill the gap? Meaning, let's say you retire at 60 and you're not gonna start Social Security until 70, where you got 10 years, where's, that, where's your living gonna come from? Your pension's gonna do some, your TSP's gonna do some. Are you gonna kill your TSP completely by really going crazy in that time? Or are you gonna cut down your living during that time and then, and then do more once you draw Social Security? What's, what's your strategy there? Just think about it, right? Just have a general idea. Start formulating your plan to say, okay, what makes sense for me? 
And, and like we mentioned, you will get less if you started early. So there's pros and cons. And depending on how long you live will determine if it makes sense or not. There's a break even point, depending on when you take it, that if you live longer, then it'll become more worth it. For example, if you take it at 62, but you pass away at 67, I mean, you, you'll get some benefits there. But if you pass away at 67 and you hadn't taken it yet, well, you didn't get any benefits, right? But if you live till age 95, you'd have been better off taking it at age 70. So there's lots of different things, but you have to think about your situation, your health, your family, and all the needs that are there to see what makes sense for you. Okay, next, FEHB. And I talk about FEHB a lot, but it's, it's a valuable benefit. And honestly, it takes a huge, huge load off you in retirement. I talk with people all the time, even on the private side, and what keeps a lot of people on the private side from retiring is healthcare costs. Healthcare costs are getting so expensive. I've seen a lot of people that have to work a few more years just because healthcare costs are going through the roof and they can't afford it. They wanna make sure they can afford it in retirement and so they're gonna work longer. And Medicare is a great help, but sometimes it's just not enough for their retirement needs. So make sure that you have all the eligibility requirements to keep, keep FEHB in retirement. It's a big, big deal. Okay. The next is FEGLI, Federal Employee Government Life Insurance. Basically life insurance through the federal government. It's, that's a big deal as well. And I have mixed feelings about this program because it does get expensive sometimes. And depending on your health, it may make sense to go on the private side, get some quotes and see what it is. For some people, it's dramatically cheaper on the private side or from a company named WAEPA, W-A-E-P-A. They are a life insurance group just for federal employees. This is not sponsored. I just like what they do. And it makes sense for a lot of, uh, a lot of my clients to use them. And so I recommend them often. They aren't always cheaper, but check it out. It's worth it. WAPA.com, check it out, lots of quotes there. So life insurance is not for everyone. Not everyone needs life insurance, but if you need it, you need it, right? And so life insurance is just about being responsible in life, about not leaving a mess for people. Life insurance is, it's one of those things no one likes to talk about, no one does, but as a financial planner, it's my responsibility to talk about it with my clients. I don't sell life insurance. I'm not in that business, but I make sure that if my clients need it, they get it. Not through my company, but through just somewhere that makes the most sense for them. Because there is nothing worse than leaving a mess for your family. I think that's inexcusable. Where you need to do everything in your power to make sure that your family is gonna be taken care of no matter what no matter what. And like I said, not everyone needs life insurance, but if you do, if something was to happen to you, is your family taken care of, right? That's the question. And if you could answer that, I would say, yes, they're gonna be taken care of. Maybe you don't need life insurance, but maybe you do. Um, so think about it, think about it. Like I said, I do not get paid to sell life insurance. I have no incentive other than making sure my clients are taken care of. I would not be able to sleep at night if first, I didn't have the life insurance I needed. Second, my clients didn't have the life insurance they needed because what if? My job as a financial planner is to plan for the what ifs 
And I know it's not fun to talk about, right? That's not why I talk about it. It's so that you're prepared and you can sleep easy at night, even when you're alive, right? That you don't have to worry about it. That can be a huge, huge benefit. Okay, life insurance. Gotta love it. Okay, last but not least, long-term care insurance. So the government has a program where you can get long-term care insurance through them. It's a pretty good program. It's pretty good. But when it comes to long-term care insurance, there's a few things to consider. So it doesn't make sense for everyone. Long-term care, if for those that don't know, is basically if you have to go into a nursing home, and that sort of care, if you need that sort of care where you can't take care of yourself, whether someone comes into your home to take care of you, those sort of expensive expenses, they get extremely expensive, right? Those expenses get expensive just because of the nature of the care and the, the specialty that's needed. It gets very expensive. So long-term care insurance, you pay into the program, and then when you need it down the road, they pay for a portion of those expenses because Medicare and your FEHB doesn't always cover very much. And sometimes either you pay it out of pocket or you have insurance or something. And like I said, for many people, it doesn't make sense to have the insurance. It gets very expensive. The insurance gets very expensive as well. But that being said, I would recommend to all my clients, no matter what, to have a long-term care plan. That doesn't mean insurance, but they know if something wants to happen, if they would need some amount of money to pay for this sort of thing, they have a plan of where that's gonna come from. Whether that's long-term care insurance, whether that is from their savings, whether that's from a, a reverse mortgage, they take some equity out of their home, anything, something, so that they're prepared. Because the worst thing is to be caught in a situation where you have to deplete all your retirement money and you're left with very, very little or your spouse is left with very little because you didn't plan for this. So I know these things are not the funnest to talk about. That's not why I talk about it. I don't get paid to sell long-term care insurance. I don't get compensated. But I do get paid to make sure that my clients are taken care of whatever that means. So that's why I bring it up. That you think about it. You think about the future, and maybe you're young. You say, hey, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care. Just start thinking about it. Maybe you don't have to do something right now, but just start thinking about it. That's, that's all this is about, to kind of have that in the back of your brain so that when it comes time to make a decision, you know what you're doing. You're prepared and ready to go. So those are the six most important, most valuable benefits that you can have. And I hope, like I said, one of these stood out and said, hey, what can I do to make sure that benefit is working the best for me in my life? And so that I'm first getting the most out of it, but also that I'm prepared. Whether it's the insurance or anything else, that you are on top of things and you don't have to worry about it later. Okay, I hope this was helpful. Have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next time. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you wanna hear about, what you wanna learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself. 
and in your future. And I will see you next week.